I'm sleeping down in this dry ass basement for like a day and a half and my face now is it's like somebody is punching me from the inside of my face. I mean you deserve it. I mean yeah. You're not supposed to let people punch <laughs> you from there. Got pain? You deserve it. Speaking of existential pain and suffering, hey John's writhing on the floor. You should probably stop doing that. Yeah. But you know you know that sort of thing where when somebody's passed out and they're still just kind of jittering? Does he look like he's having a very violent bad dream? Yes. Oh no. So well, while we're at it, why don't hey hey John, why don't you describe what your character looks like <laughs> as um, he's unconscious on the floor? Okay. John's pretty much still John. He's got uh he's an orc. He's green. He's got like a nice dress shirt on, a red bandana around his neck, got blue jeans. He's got a holster for the um revolver that he's acquired. He's got uh, Duster. Notable facial features? Orc. Yeah, Orc. He's got, like, tusks and stuff. Yeah, but, like, facial hair, no facial hair, stubble. Um, I think I mean, he started with stubble. Yeah, he's probably got, like, a full, like, a, like a on-the-trail beard by now. Okay, okay. Uh, anything else special and or noteworthy? Uh, he's got a really cool rosary that he carries with him everywhere. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he's got a Bible. That's the first time anyone has described a rosary as really cool. <laughs> no, nah, I've seen some uppity Mormons. <laughs> Mormons don't use rosaries. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. I'm sorry, are you a cop? <laughs> <laughs> Am I being detained? Am I being detained? Are you a fucking cop? His shotgun's more falling apart now, but it also has way more cool gadgets on it. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes his duster glows a little bit when he's doing religious stuff. Nice. It's John, rising on the floor, in pain. So the reason John is rising on the floor... Hey, Jiron, what, what does Jiron look like? What does Jiron Thalatak look like? Um, Jerry, who's definitely not responsible for this. Not directly responsible, anyway. Big. Hmm. He is a... 510 tiefling and for those of you who remember the description from episode one some things have changed here first he's got some sick new gloves and they kind of like they're like black but they can change they change color with the different elements he uses because they're able to use just like fire thunder Thunder. necrotic damage all that cool shit and his jacket he's rolled up the sleeves now just because it He's in the field. There's a lot more work going on. Don't want to scuff it up too much, but there is a quite a few scratches on the back of it. And the veins are kind of like circling around those scratches from like the displacer beasts, leeches, just general combat. Can you describe the jacket itself? Because the whole, the whole point of this is that yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very easy for people to forget what characters actually look like. So, so. like his jacket still has the symbol near his heart. Okay, but Which what is, is the symbol? Okay, yeah, go, 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 go. The symbol is the semblance of his pact. It's like a demonic sort of symbol. Sort of like a pentagram, but more like mixed with a heart sort of deal. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. A, not like an organ, you know what I mean, like a traditional heart. Yeah, it's and then, like, a, like a bunch of tendrils coming out of a like a, a cluster. Yeah, that's right? the source of all the veins like circling around there. And you can kind of like, whenever he moves... 
there's like kind of moments where you see like an after image very mm-hmm. like at very slight moments yeah and his jeans they're they're really faded now so the one's very vibrant were they, they Wait, were red did he have jeans or didn't he have like bright red pants yeah I you they were can like, have red jeans yeah they were red jeans that's crazy talk so now they're like very they're almost pink it's very awkward for him at points he gets whistled at people that he doesn't really want to talk to. Whistles from people that he doesn't want to talk and to. And we haven't had whistles from anybody. We've been on the trail for, like, fucking decades now. Decades. For years. And his hair, it was once a very, like, fashionable, clean undercut. It's more like, you know Bradley Cooper's hair in Hangover? No. It's, like, very long. Kind yeah. of, like, put, pulled back a bit. Okay. Gonna need to get that taken care of at some point. Yeah. He does take care of his own facial hair, though, by just kind of, like, cutting it, you know? I would imagine he just burns it. You can do that. I wanted to say burned it, but I didn't know how how reasonable that would be. No, people do that. There's, like, weird hipster hipster barbershops that uh, cut people's hair with fire. I was going to say, hmm. Patton's got a lot of knives that he can kind of, like, screw no together. No one is going scissors. to let Patton anywhere near their head with a knife. He's got a lot of knives he can set on fire so you can burn your facial hair off. I'll, I'll say that ah. fits Jaron's character, so he will be burning it off. Patton's just to keep it a thousand-degree knife. A nice shadowy length. thousand-degree uh, knife. <laughs> <laughs> and he still has his boots, but he looks a, a lot more rugged, and his sunglasses are kind of, like really scuffed up now mm-hmm. uh notable weapons uh he has his chain whip which he's able to like fashion the end of using his magic to make it like safer as allies to grab onto at points but mm-hmm. the chain he got from his dwarven nemesis and the steel drivers whose name i it was was it bell wow. yeah. yeah yeah it was i bell. remembered it, it was a prank but it turns out this chain can go really Almost absurdly far. Top ten pranks gone wrong. It's like one of those. It's like one of those. Uh, one of those things that clowns pull out of various orifices, like those little, you know, the 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 cloths, and it just keeps going. Wow, you are the first person to ever make a clown seem creepy. <laughs> and you have his imp assistant Zep, who pops out of the shadows at points. Zep's yeah. kind of got some hair now too. I appreciate that Jerry has spent like seven minutes describing himself. Yeah. Well, people want to know. It, it people fits. gotta know. <laughs> I like it to to imagine that Zep kind of like it started to like increase in size a little bit mm-hmm, with how mm-hmm. the stronger Jeron's gotten. Okay. And we're gonna develop Go on from on that an later. Ling to an imp, an implet to a true imp. So blitz. When will they learn? Uh, moving on. Hey, Patton. What what is what is what does Patton look like? So Patton is probably one of the more unchanged of the group. Uh, yes, as but... most of his upgrades have kind of been internal. Um, he yeah, is just walking the entire character. So uh, Patton, he's got his dark green shawl. Uh, he's very very tall. Uh, he's got the shawl over the robe. Uh, now, now, uh, little bro will actually hang out on Patton's back because he's got those spider legs now. Uh, what is little bro? Please describe it. Little bro is Patton's, uh, good, good boy. 
it is a multi-purpose drone uh attached to little bro is littler bro they could be separate but they are still equal um did you little bro will either walk along with Patton, fly near him or he can hang out underneath the shawl giving Patton like like hanging onto his shoulders and around his waist making him look like he's a crazy hunchback it's pretty neat uh, all right so uh main features what is what does he look like Patton has his uh, signature mask. He has the LED lights. It's metal. It's got a perforated tip where he keeps uh, his magical herbs and all that. The mask looks the same, but the eyes, uh, depending on what filter he's looking through, can change between yellow and green and blue. What does uh, the mask yellow. look like? Describe uh, it. Looks like a gas mask, but like What's with a play doctor beak. With, with a play doctor beak? Okay. Uh, anything else notable? Uh, he's got that wormwood staff that he uses to keep people away by poking at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got his uh, his gloves with the three fingers on them because he's got the talons. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, no, he's he has three finger talons, but the gloves are five fingered. Yep. He made it work. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, Patton's uh, very, very tall. He's very spooky. And he's just he just wants to hang out, you know. He's gonna make you feel better. Just you know, just let him give you a haircut. Come on, no, come on, do not. So speaking of things, speaking of people that will not let you into their personal space, what does Elias look like? Get out of my personal space. Keep keep out of my personal space. Do you know that that part in Doctor Strange where he has a beard? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks like that. Okay. Elias just has a beard now. There's so many beards that no one will let Patton cut off. He's like, uh, you know, six foot flat, uh, kind of skinny, but slightly more buff now. Elf biologist. He still wears his uh, regular professor kind of clothes, you know, khakis, uh, one of those like vests. Uh, what is it like the dress vests and uh, like a white shirt, but the sleeves are rolled up and he's got like. Pretty decent beard going on. Um, on his feet, you can see these Nido boots that have like some weird patent-made contraption-looking stuff going on that help him uh, be more agile. Um, he's got this weird, like, kind of quasi glow going on on one of his hands from that. Uh, gift of fire thing that we got one of the relics um on his belt you can see a uh knife that i'm pretty sure we described as like super black obsidian right Mm -hmm. Uh, that's secure away from anybody who might want to touch it because he doesn't trust anybody (laughs) with that thing especially Patton. (laughs) pat will give you a haircut with it no (laughs) um he's got a rucksack that is getting increasingly full of stuff um, to the point where you can hear things rattling around in there. Um, Just like mine. Basically, if you compare Patton now or compare Elias now to Elias at the beginning, he's just like way less clean cut, way less serious and more sort of on board for the adventure. He's still got his half moon glasses, but they're pretty scuffed. And it looks like they've kind of been reshaped and bent back into place about a dozen and a half times. Yeah. 
as for so like a slightly more grizzled uh bendy brick cummerbund yeah <laughs> oh i should probably mention for Patton that he has he's a bird underneath the suit he's a bird yeah He's got greasy sure, blue black I'm feathers. Sure we all knew that. Bird man. Well, no, that's the that's the point of it, of describing the character. Yeah, true. Also, I forgot to add that uh, Jerry ha- Jerry does have horns on his head that go uh, around the side of his temples, and they're yeah. oh, of- John has a flask. <laughs> you <laughs> hey, it's, stop! It's been a this minute. is Elias time. <laughs> it's Elias you know, time. Wallet, now. He has his own DCI card. Hey, where's Elias? <laughs> I have to describe what Specky looks like. Yeah. Specky is the best character, and Specky looks like um if a pile of rocks. Just just like a pile. <laughs> but that's because Specky was rolled up into a ball sleeping. Oh, Specky stood up. Now it looks like a bobcat sized house cat that is made out of rocks. If you compared Specky then to Specky now, you'd notice that wow, Specky's gotten about like Two and a half times bigger. Slowly over time. So like from house cat to bobcat. But the body is still basically the same proportion. And it's still got the highly simplistic yep. pseudo emoji face. Yeah, basically. Uh, the rocks, though, are a lot smaller compared to be- the beginning when there were a lot of big chunks. So Specky is a lot more like gravelly than bouldery. And that's just to aid in, like, you know, moving around and, uh, you know, sending out fungus tendrils. Also, everyone has toxoplasmosis or whatever the fungus cat equivalent is. Speaking yep. of fungus tendrils, hey, John. Oh, no. So when we last left John, he he peered into Jiron's eyes and saw some, some uh, visions of the nightmare realm. You know, maybe some truths of the universe that might just, you know, they might not want to be known. I don't remember what I saw, but I remember not liking it. He was oh, you looked up into the inkly blackness of the night sky, saw a pair of eyes, and realized that whatever you could see could also see you. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. I'm going to go back to not remembering that. So, uh, you're you're still there. Uh, What you, you're going to snap awake? Right? After writhing on the floor for like 20 seconds? Mm-hmm. And uh, attach to each of your comrades. You're, you're going to you know, get a little first-person view of them. They're saying something, but you can't hear them. And behind each of them, you see just a blob of darkness with a couple of white specks that are very clearly eyes affixed to the back of each of their heads. Like just staring through them. Your eyes, like, drift towards them. They all immediately snap away from your friends and onto you. Okay, I have... They're not blobs, like, on me? No, they're just staring at you. Okay, staring. Okay. Yes. Uh, You also cannot currently hear anything. Can I start yelling about blobs and try to stab one of them? Sure. I don't want them on my friends. Oh, jeez, John has just stood up, started yelling about some blobs, and is swinging knives behind your heads. Oh, Jesus! Get John, things off of you! What the hell's going on? What, what things? Can I, uh... Okay, the so things you on slide, you! So you slide a knife through, through the back of one of these things' heads, right? Mm-hmm. And as the blade goes into them, you can hear, 
and you just hear like garbled screeching. Mm. Uh, and then they stick to the blade and start crawling up the blade and up your arm. I assume hey. at this point Specky is freaking out. Yes. But just like in general. Um, Jerry's going to try and grab onto John's non-knife arm and swing over, put his hand on the back of John's head and like try and knock him out. Okay. Uh, this is how not are you going to attempt to do that? Are you gonna are you gonna arcana check that to just induce some sleep, or are you just actually trying to karate chop his neck? <laughs> if you try to punch John asleep, you're gonna. I want to see Jerry hand. try and put him in a headlock and like do the fucking neck chop from Star Trek just for John to headbutt him. <laughs> no, it's gonna be arcana check. Go sleepy, so we can fix this at ourselves. Okay, go for it. Alright. <laughs> Clear out my rolling space here. John screams, it's not bedtime yet. And it still <laughs> fell off! God damn it, hold on. Um, there we go. It's a, uh, 25. Wait, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, 25. Okay, 25. Hey, John, you're unconscious again. <laughs> Asleep and awake are illusions. Consciousness is a myth. Ha ha! You can still see everything. I hate this. Uh, you just can't move your body, but you're fully aware of these things now crawling over you, and you can just hear the... I'm going to continue screaming, but internally. Yes. The universe is a hologram. Bye, gold. Bye. Yeah, so... See, Jerry? John anyway. looks a lot more peaceful now. Yeah, right? We we solved the knife-swinging problem. Um, by the way, uh, before anyone gets to it, not my fault. But we've we've had similar situations to this, I think. Patton, right, shut up out of the way. Uh... I got this. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna attach a spec. We've done this before. Remember? Yeah, we, yeah. We've done this before. I'm going to attach a specy tendril to me, and then a few to John, and we're gonna go take a look at whatever is going on here. It's the same kind right, of take a look. Okay. See, nature check. Nature check. Whatever the fuck my nature score is. Oh, that's real good. 30, bitch. 30? Yowza. Okay. Uh, you can sort of feel John's emotions and state right now. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of internal screaming. Mm -hmm. uh, you kind of get like a, a sense of being watched and, oh, look, you are. Okay. Huh. Am I astrally projecting of my own will, or is my form being held here against my will? Mm, the latter. Oh, okay. I'm gonna so have. Uh... You're still, you're still just physically there. Uh, you get the same sort of vision here. It's not like full on, but you just get the feeling intensely that you're being watched by something. Uh, you feel that there is something on John. You have attracted something's attention, and. A sense of panic rolls over, just like you know that full-on like you you drive over a pothole and you hear something like thunk. You drive over a pothole and you feel it in your wallet. Yeah, and you and you, you hear like a weird whirring sound from your engine. 
Except imagine that you're 5,000 miles away from home, there's no gas stations anywhere. Huh, when did it get so dark out, and why are there so many people surrounding my car now? Oh no, we're in Gary, Indiana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, so what I'm gonna do here is, I'm going uh, to... Hold up, one second. Uh, the other thing that you're immediately going to... to you're gonna get like a, a an instant knowledge thing right i'd like to point out when you said instant i heard the dragon ball z instant transmission choice in my head yeah uh you're gonna get the instant knowledge that these things are centered around Patton mostly oh boy big surprise there yeah <laughs> maybe Patton should stop having like human souls you ever thought about that pattern huh so is every is it just like a few shift off the genre they all looking at john right now oh so if we go back to john uh you're being crawled over by what can only be described as spirit insects uh-huh you know like that scene from the mummy with like the scarabs under the dude's skin okay. imagine that but they're invisible wait but spirit insects are worse than regular insects yeah all right here's what i want to do I'm going to take out my knife, mm-hmm. the black obsidian knife. And what I want to do is Good I want to have Specky do like a big old feedback, like try to try to like, hey, back off. Like right so, as so I draw a, cir- the... a, a doorway around me and John so we can drop okay. out and hopefully sever this connection. Okay. This this roll? can't go well. What would I roll for that? Uh nothing actually just use the item oh okay yeah so do that i do that okay so again in a frantic like crazed fury for the rest of you guys you see elias whip out his dagger draw a huge circle specky is also freaking out well yeah specky's the uh, one with doing the tethering here he he's gonna draw a huge circle around him and john uh open the door and then just throw both of them inside and then slam it shut yeah does this solve anything for me? Uh, so, Jiron and Patton are then are basically going to see, in the space of 10 seconds, Elias said, hang on, I've got this, connected himself to John, started screaming, Specky starts screaming, and then they nope out of existence. <laughs> so it's just me and Jerry. Yeah, you're just standing there. Well, you well, can Patton- see the doorway on the ground. Yes. Well, Patton, I, I really don't know what to make of all that. Um, I still feel it, I'm pretty sure. It's Jerry's um, fault again. So, turn on the setting in your vision that you use when uh, I went unconscious in Hot Spring, real quick. I need you to see something, and then I'm going to try something. <laughs> I really thought you were going to say, turn on the setting in your vision that you use when I fuck up. it's just the jerry made a mistake button (laughs) leaving that for a second once you guys are inside right you're inside you close the door right Mm -hmm. you john immediately wakes up you immediately snap out of it Mm -hmm. but surrounding you in this room you can now see physically these inky black humanoid figures Sort of like the thing that happened when uh when like my flask his, yeah uses his flask oh cool Ooh. sort of like that 
and they're all just clawing frantically at the door, like a stampede of them. Yeah, because they want to get out. Maybe they're friendly. Uh, you also can just hear like a backward scream. Oh no! Just like, a... is this the red room now? Head yeah, crab zombies. Of. Yeah, kind of like that. Are they inside the room trying to get out? Yes. Okay. I don't like that. Hey, um, uh, John, you got, uh, well, uh, I managed to get us in here, so uh, I think it's only fair if you have some sort of um, ritual or religious uh, something to do um, about oh, this. What in God's green earth is going on in here? Well, uh, quite, speaking quite literally, I'm not sure this counts as uh, God's green earth anymore, so uh, you might do well to facilitate our return to that said green earth. I mean, Patton's going to open the door in a few seconds. <laughs> you literally can't. By the way. Oh, that's right. It's on the inside. That's in there. Yeah. Like, you literally can't we, do that. We can't see the door right now. I was going to say, Jerry, you first, then try to open the door. But <laughs> no. I can't do that now. No, we have a bigger problem to deal with out here. I don't think you they do. Can, can... Uh, pretty sure. They got shadow beasts. We gotta have a pretty big problem to get rid Neither of that. You guys are aware of these things. Yeah. Like Wait, a no, problem Jerry's... like, you know, we have an incredibly high value person with us that's like getting targeted from every single like direction. But did I don't you, think yeah. that's Did you, you just know, call yourself an incredibly that. high value person? Yes. I, I have something called self confidence, <laughs> Elias. Oh, what was what was Jerome gonna say? Matt, well, what were you gonna say? Well, Jerry, I feel like is being used as the gateway for all this right now. Yeah. So, because you tried to you tried to tap into some shit. Yeah. So, what Jerry's going to try to do is I'm going to get Zep up. And the thing is, is that you are not you aren't fully aware of the same things that John is currently aware of. He 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 tried to to like look into your eyes and whatnot, whatnot mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. But you were just kind of out. You've got an inherent like protection system for these sort of things right okay just like baked into the time walker contract deal yeah john didn't oh like the the best way that i can describe what happened in a non-spoilery sense is jiron was you know seeing like being touched by some uh some otherworldly stuff and then john just went oh hey buddy what's going on here oh god Oh, so you know, this isn't it's the this it's isn't the something thing where it's like with. somebody is, you know, like, let's say it's a horror movie and somebody's being followed around by a ghost, but they can't see the ghost. But then the friend goes, hey, there's a ghost behind you. And now the ghost, then the ghost like looks at them. Oh, there's just like, oh, so I can't feel that presence anymore then. No, not really. Oh, then, yeah, Jerry would have no clue what's going on then. Oh, yeah, any sort of dread and whatever you were feeling is, like, eerily gone. So Jerry oh, probably boy. just thinks, hey, that worked. Good job, Elias. Whatever sort of magic dread I was feeling, is that gone too? Uh, right now? Because, no. Okay. Even if it was, I imagine it would be replaced by a very real sense of dread. Yes, regular. Luckily, you have a shotgun. I don't think my shotgun's going to help you. You don't have to be afraid of anything when you have a loaded gun. Well, ask what the hell do we do? Um, 
Yes, well, I'm not entirely sure. Those things seem. Can, can we upset. go back to two minutes ago? Um, no, no. So, Elias, you've got a natural like connection to things that are alive. Hell, even things that were alive and now aren't. Yeah, no, this these is aren't, neither. Yeah, this ain't none of that. <laughs> and even when you look at something that's non-magical, you can still like you know you look at it and you're like, oh. I, it doesn't seem alive just by looking at it. You know, there's no magic or anything. No, this is like... Like, just looking at these things physically makes you ill. It's it's Ugh. like uh, it's like negative space. Yes. It's like that thing from that thing that we both know about. Yeah. So, yeah, these things are... Uh, they're real angry. They really want to get back to whatever plane they were in. And we really kind of want to let them do that? Kind of? Maybe? As long as it makes them happy and they, they stop screaming like that. Yes, well, I'm not entirely sure that's... Uh, um, well, I wouldn't open the door right away. Just going to hang out on the opposite side of the room of the door for a while? Well, I was hoping uh, maybe you had some sort of, uh, um, you know, whatever it is that you do. Your magic so, doesn't seem to be entirely uh, confined within the realms of what we commonly agree is possible. So I thought maybe you could do something about this, but uh, this is a little outside of my area of expertise. I mean, if these little guys are trying to get back home or something, it, so I mean... There's two options. One, you can help them get out of there, or two, you can shoot them. You got two I'm options. I'm not going to shoot them. Okay, Is so cutting a... back to Jiron uh, and Patton. Uh, Patton, once again, you're going to kind of feel that... You know that thing that you got that one time where you felt like parts of you were missing? Yeah. Like, all of a sudden? <laughs> it's yeah. kind of that thing again. Where you're, you're, you know that you're forgetting something. Like, bits of your memory have just been... Whoop, or bits of your knowledge, rather. Pockets of Patton have gone missing. Oh, yeah. wow. I wonder what those could be. I don't know. I don't know. John, don't shoot him. <laughs> John, shoot him. Uh, Patton has no idea where these things are, or what they look like, or any knowledge of them whatsoever. So, you guys are just on the outside, but the thing of note that you're going to, uh, that you two are going to see is, uh, instead of, like, inky black darkness stuff, you're gonna see a couple of the same, like, humanoid shapes as these guys, but, like, just kinda transparent. Walking around, right around the entrance. Do they look unbothered and just like as if they're going about their day? No, they're just th these things just start pacing around. Are they like pawing at like the dirt where the hole, where like the circle was drawn? Or are they just kind of like moat, like no, walking just, around that area? Not they're just walking around. You you catch glimpses of them and then they fade back out of existence, but they don't seem to be paying attention to you whatsoever. Patton, I don't think I should go close to that, but I kind of want to. What should I do here? What do you suggest? Uh, well, you could follow me because I'm going to go over and try and try and mess with them. 
Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You go first. <laughs> I can film it. That's yeah. I go yeah, mess with them. Is that this is this is the first time? I'm pretty sure. Is that a good idea. I, I, I'm going to try and give him a handshake, like that one picture from Men in Black, where, like the president was like shaking hands with an alien. Sure, go for it. Roll the handshake. Jerry's going to be a uh, reasonable actually. Distance. So, how should I actually? Let me uh, let me let me think about this. Let me look at this. Uh, here, let me. What's your will? Oh no. Uh, my will. Well, I will tell you. It is twenty. Yeah. So oh, about God. that. So when you go to touch this thing, right? Mm-hmm. You immediately, like your your vision. You realize that the part of the world and your consciousness that you can see is tiny. Your your eyes don't matter. What you can see doesn't matter. That's like the tiniest bit of your perception right now. You see the planet. You see people. You see memories. You see entire lifetimes. And then you get shunted out immediately. And the one thing that you take away from it is that the the let me think about the best way to phrase this. Uh there is no such thing as a dead race. Ooh. Ooh. And I'm guessing like is this dude did he fade out like as soon as I'm pushed out of here? Is he just gone now? Oh no. Or no, is they're he... still there. Or I got pushed back. Yeah, you got pushed back. What did Whew. Jerry see from that? Oh, uh, what did Jerry see? Uh Patton w- w- walked into into a weird ghost thing. Don't do that. That's a backwards. fucking homestuck meme. And then fell backwards. But in like a in like a brain overload sort of way. Like uh, some kind of cloud consciousness. I'm going to go touch it. Okay, you're going to go touch it? it? Yes. What's your will? Uh, My will? I think it's higher. Uh, It's uh, 21. Stop touching like the fucking... Oh, even better. Elias isn't here to stop us from making bad decisions. No, not quite. Uh, But on this one... You're going to touch once again. You're going to realize, like, you is an insignificant concept, but you're going to sort of scale out and look. And just like what John saw, you're going to see yourself, the concept of you, and the concept of everything that you're connected to, and whatever this is. And it's like an ant on Jupiter. Oh. So me compared to just this or just existence? To whatever this is. Oh, man. That's not good. Uh, And you get the immediate, like, sense that you are rejected from it. Whatever this is, is not you and cannot be you. All right. 
Uh, Patton's gonna put his hand on Jerry's shoulder after he, like, grabs that one, just in case it, like, tries to explode him. Nice. So, Jerry's going, so the thing just wants nothing to do with me. It doesn't care. It's not that, yeah, it's more along the lines of, like, you're not in the atmosphere of this thing. It's not an active rejection. It's that you simply cannot exist within the same space. Okay. What we might have... Are we trying to... I don't know what we're trying to do here. Panic. Is it to leave us uh, alone, essentially? Yeah, back to... Back to inside of the thing, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you guys doing? They're still pawing at the thing, but every now and then one of them looks back at you. And their attempts are getting less frantic as they start to more and more focus on you. As they can't seem to open the door. Alright, John. Oh, um, tried talking with them? Yes, well, I'm not entirely sure these are a them or a thing that can talk, or if what we're seeing is actually what they are and not just our own mind's projection of what we assume it should be. You lost me. Is that a no? Uh, go ahead and open that door. Why do I have to open the door? <laughs> I could just see John, like, leaning over to, like, stay as far away from him as possible to try and twist the handle open. Open the door. All right. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to have Specky hop onto backpack mode and basically like wrap me and John like with as many tendrils as possible. And I'm going to go up to the door and just. If you understand what I'm going for here, and I think you do, it's going to be like. You guys are making your own little network. Well, when you try to to not think about something and you sort of unfocus your eyes, mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to try and do here. Okay. To, to try and just keep like when you when you stare at a wall and there's a pattern on it, and you unfocus your eyes to the point where the pattern starts disappearing. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to try and do while I'm walking past these things. Okay. So when you walk past them and when you walk through them... Yeah, just ignoring uh, them completely. Ignoring them completely. The thing that you immediately notice is uh, your connection with Specky while you're within those things does not exist. Yes. So while you're doing that, like, Specky starts to freak out. But you do manage to open the door as these things rush out uh, knocking Jiron and Patton onto their ass. And you all come back on the ground uh, severely confused, most likely. And are the things gone? And do I uh, have my yes. memory back? Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. With the core difference... Being that standing in front of you or in the center of you is one more of these things, except it's very, very well defined and it has a face. I'm going to say don't look at it. 
humanoid. I uh, say don't look at it. Patton's gonna well, look, at gonna it look at it directly. Does Patton recognize this person, or is it a, like a f- generic face? Oh, you know what this is. You don't know what it is, but you know what it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's that sort of like immediate sense of knowing what this is. Deja vu. A little kind bit, of. yeah. You look at it as it walks up to you. And it just stares at you, like tilts its head. So Patton's sitting it, on the ground. Um, he's going to put his hand up to like see if the guy's going like, to grab him and pull him up to his feet. It's a friendly gesture. Okay. <laughs> Could you like stop doing that shit? I, no. I can't help it. Patton's you friendly. Could. You could help it. Okay, so it's just going to completely ignore that, right? Mm-hmm. And it's going to reach like towards your head and then recoil its hand back and look scared. Ooh. Cause Ooh. Okay. So I'm something that it doesn't like. It's the this this whole I'm gonna see if I can grab him. Okay. You you try to do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, you grip onto it physically, mm-hmm. and it looks panicked. Is it like tr- is it like trying like getting trying to get away from like yanking on my arm trying yes. to run away? Yes. All right. Um. Oh no! I dropped my phone. Quote from Patton in Universe. Uh here, Jerry, John, Elias, help me hold this guy. What is that? Is that a good idea? Elias is going to back away and suggest that Patton stop doing that. But why? I'm going to call our ethereal friend whose name I don't know if we got. You didn't. Okay, our ethereal friend. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask, hey, do you know anything about this? Seems like your kind of deal. That didn't work. We're sorry. <laughs> the number you've dialed is no longer in service. Oh, okay. Ben says Please my hang problem. out and try again. What happened? I think Daniel's posting something. It's Patton here. I just want this guy to calm down. Let's have a friendly chat for a second. Ah, the stupid microphone button wasn't, like, working. Oh, the, like, red one that clicks? Yeah. It was, like, sticky. It was obnoxious. Weird. Uh, anyway, when you do that, they're going to pop into existence. Uh, this time looking roughly like 35 uh, shoulder-length blonde hair. Uh, only one eye. Other one's, like, missing. Oh. As they're going to look off into the distance. What thing? You see that? Do you see Patton wrestling over there with the panicked humanoid figure? These things just kind of showed up out of nowhere, and she's going to look in that direction and freeze, 
like literally be frozen in time did, instantaneously except did i do that i i didn't want to do that if i did stop showing these these things to people yeah it's almost like that's a bad idea <laughs> do you guys like i don't know when we run into new phenomena and things that we don't understand would you resist the urge to poke it with a stick just once so Ted or uh, Patton, this mm-hmm. thing is going is is freaking out and it seems scared of you. I'm going to try every language I know to say hello. Don't worry, you know, friends like sign language. Trying everything I can to get this dude to calm down. Know I want to roll like hit it. I want to roll nature Ooh. to see if it's actually doing that or if it's or if this is like. That, I'm going to tell you right now, attempting to roll nature will do jack shit. Then it's let me the roll, opposite. Let me roll insight. Okay. Can I roll insight? If, if, well, because sure. I'm convinced that this thing is just mirroring Tad, like, or mirroring uh, Patton. Like, you say it's scared, but I don't think it is. I think it's just, it's just projecting back stuff that Tad, or that, I keep saying Tad, that Patton would understand. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna roll insight to see if like this thing's doing some crazy shit that's beyond mortal comprehension behind the scenes. You know, bro. <laughs> okay. Uh, Not Nat, but twenty. 20. Okay. And uh, what did what did uh, John roll there for insight? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Boy, howdy. Neither of those are enough to understand what some weird fourth-dimensional hyper entity is doing. What if Patton tries it? Well, actually, it would be fifth dimensional because... Yes, I know. So, I have a plus nine when I use my fancy item thing, so I'm going to try that. Yeah, go for it. I rolled a 19, so 28 in total. Okay. Let me let me put it like this. You're touching this thing and you you can you can still kind of feel that connection to that that hyperweb thing. Mhm. That... You're a virus. Oh, so he's his own and he's You're a virus within a system. Whatever you are, you're not supposed to be there and you destroy or absorb anything that you touch within this system. Okay, so this guy is a separate system. He does not want me near him because no, it I... isn't. It's it's part of the oh, it's, it's part, part of, of the mine. thing. Okay, so imagine it. It's very hard for even you to for for Patton to conceptualize. You've got a bunch of vague concepts, but the thing that you would probably come back to as a way to contextualize it is thinking of it like a body, right? Because mm-hmm. you could do medicine and stuff. I do. I do medicine and stuff. Right. So. Instead of being a whole body or a whole person, you feel like you're a virus in a bl- in a body. Mm-hmm. And this, whatever it is, is a collection of cells or equivalent thereof, and you're destroying it or absorbing it. You're you're changing it and becoming it. Ooh, is he? It's trying to run. To avoid being consumed. Share this knowledge with Jerry. Now, now Patton has to make the decision of, does he tighten his grip or does he let him go? Um, Let him go. 
Okay. You're going to destroy it. What facial expression does it have right now? Is it still just terrified? Yes. All right, Patton's going to let him go. Okay, so you let it go. Mm -hmm. And it slinks off and you can feel the inside of your head screaming. (laughs) Part of the body shouldn't be screaming. Yeah, like all of those memories and things Mm -hmm. that were kind of dormant just kind of wake up a bit. Flare up. Yeah, they flare up, and as this thing moves away, they settle back down. You you suppress them. But it was very close. This whole time, you've been completely, like, depersonalized, right? Mm-hmm. It hasn't felt like you were controlling your body. But at that point, for, for a split second, it felt like they could start controlling your body. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 Riley's auto parts. What? I shoot Jerry. <laughs> Kill Jerry. Kill Jerry. It's going to be doing this the whole time. Making the jokes. whole game. Making jokes. <laughs> Kill Jerry. Referencing auto parts dealerships in the Midwest that don't exist outside of three hey, states. It's an auto parts store. Okay. Kill Jerry. It's where Patton gets most of his car batteries. <laughs> <laughs> he managed to bring it back around. Not an Holy ad. Holy shit. Sponsored by O'Reilly's Auto Parts. Yo, I, O'Reilly, sponsor me. I will shut sponsor you out of my me? Twitch stream. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, my fellow O'Reilly bros? But yeah. Uh, John, you've mostly settled down at this point, but uh, you're still vaguely aware that, like, you're aware of one layer deeper of stuff, right? There, There's a thing going on behind the things that you're currently doing, and f- the whole time when you were, you know, freaking out, you realize that n- almost nothing that you're doing, like, physically, matters. That's uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm going to try extra hard to forget about all of this. Luckily, that's what we're, that's what religion is for. That's... <laughs> you can't say that. That's the edgiest thing anyone has ever said. I mean... Am you I wrong, living gamers? Fedora. Wink. Fred, rise Are you up. certain that Patton isn't... And people say that Elias is tips Fedora, right? man. I don't know. John being a, a nihilist all of a sudden might affect our main story arc adversely. No, it, it's, not, it's not in that sense, but it's more along the lines of like, you know, it's like if you were really... Like if you're like a little kid, right? And you're really, really upset that you accidentally spilled, like, soda on your N64 and now it's broken. And then, you know, your mom kind of busts into the room and tells you that your your big brother kind of maybe died in a car accident. And you go, oh, man, my problems didn't fucking matter until now. <laughs> it's like that level of, oh, 
oh, this is this is a layer of importance lower. So here's the solution to that. Don't think about it. Yeah. You're thinking about it. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. I don't it. want to think about it. Don't think about, about it. it. The Normstrom way. We all just collectively like look at <laughs> each other. It's just a really thick book. You're supposed to hit yourself. We say in the head nothing. With it. Get in the car and just head towards California. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, at this point, your friend unfreezes, turns back to you. What person? Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I about agree. Don't it. worry about it. Yeah. Just don't, yeah. don't think about it. Yeah. Denial. Yeah, no. A Dungeons and Dragons real play podcast. <laughs> Oh yeah! By the way, we uh, we got the Wonderland people off our back for now. They they might take us more seriously in the future. Those are opposite oh. things. No, no, no. They they definitely are know we're they? a little bit more competent than they think now. Okay. That was that was very embarrassing for them. If you didn't remember. Anyway, I, I'm just gonna get in the car. We're going to pretend mm-hmm. uh, nothing happened, and we'll address this after this whole Michael business, which we are like two days late for, is over. I sure mm-hmm. hope God actually cares about me. Oh, no. <laughs> Boy, me too, John. <laughs> me too. Okay. And scene. So you guys, yeah, so you guys get back onto the road. Mm-hmm. I feel like Elias is the only one who's taking this even slightly seriously. <laughs> I'm Jerry's taking this very seriously, but he realizes that the Michael business is going to get in the way of this business if it's not resolved. Elias is about to start writing like Pepe Sylvia notes all around his fucking (laughs) laboratory. Pepe Sylvia. Patton's Patton's too friendly. He's gonna fucking he's he's gonna goof up one too many times. Probably has already. And Jerry's like I got all that footage of us wrestling with nothing. (laughs) So I can't use it. We just look like idiots. Well, actually, like Fight Club. DM ruling. Did I? Did the footage capture all that fucked up shit? Hell Absolutely no. not. Okay. Hell I, no. I, that's what I assumed. Yeah, John Wait. doesn't have like the mental or physical tool set to handle any of this. So yeah, we can't use any of it. Yeah, that's but pretty like, much just going to get filed into like. Never think about it. Yeah, it's it, and you're also going to immediately like forget a lot of the specific details, and it's more just going to be an unease. Way ahead of you, buddy. <laughs> John says as he takes a swig. <laughs> All right, everybody, here, take this potion. It'll help us deal with this. It's just vodka. <laughs> ninety proof grain alcohol, ninety percent grain alcohol. What what's that proof? One eighty. One eighty. Patton's choice. Patent's patent pending brain buster. No, if it was patent, it would just be rubbing alcohol. <laughs> it says alcohol on it. I don't see what the big deal is, you guys. <laughs> so anyway, you guys get a get start getting a move on back onto the road, right? Yep. Uh, things are eerily quiet, and then you're going to get a uh, little call on the radio. I'm gonna jump out of my seat when that happens. Okay, who's going to pick it up? I got it. Mm, Patton. Okay. Oh, Elias uh, grabbed it. You're going to hear a couple of gunshots. Oh, it's Casey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're, you're not wrong yes. whatsoever. 
Uh, there's a couple of gunshots. You hear somebody yelling, hell yeah, in the background. Uh, there is music coming from somewhere. And then, <laughs> Dr. Adelhelm, Dr. Adelhelm. Uh, yes. We broke out. They gave me a gun. <laughs> this is by far the best Wes Anderson meme that you've done. Because what you're, <laughs> you're going right. to say is that they only get one. They all have to share, right? I wasn't actually. You were going to, don't lie. They only get one bullet each, so they have to hand the gun over and then fire their shot. And it's then go a Glock, over the next. and they only they all have to share. The interns get one. So yeah, they gave you a gun? Yeah! Put the safety on, please. He's gonna... You're gonna hear... Bang, bang! And then just... Yeah! A couple of bangs. I don't know how! Alright, give the give the gun to Mavala Jr. Mavala Jr. is with you. Oh, that's right. Mavala Jr. is with us. You heard what I said. It's been a fucking month. Yeah. Uh, you heard Casey in the back yell, keep it up, little buddy. Uh, you broke out? <laughs> yeah. Um, listen to Casey, and um, we'll be uh, we'll be in touch, right? Ask him if they found Alonza yet. We need to know that. Oh, yes. Did you find Alonza yet? He's going to look around, hold the, the radio up, and you just hear the sound, the heavy thwack of a hammer impacting something. Uh, that would be a yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, Tell her so, we'll be in touch. Um, what's your current situation? Well, we're... And then you're going to hear the, the radio get, like, fumbled around. Um, Professor Adelham? Yes, it's, it's me, Mavala. Ah, uh, yes. What's the current situation, please? Before Amazing. everyone dies? I like these people. Oh. Um, yes, well, uh, don't give Casey anything you don't want broken, and, uh, um, well, anyway, let them know that we're fine, and, uh, that you should be, uh, along shortly, I suppose. Uh, we'll be in touch, but we really have to oh, get going. Oh, uh, Casey... Casey told me to tell you, uh, that they were, we were going to be coming with you very soon. Um, why, why don't you go give the, uh, the radio to Casey? How are they going to okay. do that? How are they gonna... So just, bat, you, you hear more gunshots, uh, the sound of a radio flying through the air. Picked up more gunshots. Hey, hey! Ah uh, yes, Casey. Uh, I see you're you're handling things well. I do hope you didn't give my students uh, too many weapons. You hear a frantic, frantic scrambling, and the sounds of at least three guns being retrieved. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, I heard them say that you were going to be along shortly, but uh, I'm not sure if you realize that we're quite a ways ahead of you, and well. Uh, we're in a bit of a okay, hurry. Okay, okay, hold on. Pin, ting, throw, boom. It, it, okay, that'll buy us. That'll buy me at least twenty seconds. Okay, so crazy shit happened. Uh, it appears to be, or at least from what I can hear, still happening. So maybe uh, now isn't the best okay, time to talk. Okay, so 
So, no, 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 this is a fantastic time to talk. Uh, kind of maybe saw a little bit of ghost of one of my dead friends. Might be using that crazy shit going on. Anyway, uh, they seem really, really mad. Uh, got a little bit of a little astral image of Michael saying that he got to where he was supposed to go and there was nothing there and he is very upset. Uh, that's, uh, useful information. Did he mention where he was? Uh, yeah. Should be there in about now? No, no, I mean where, not when. So, uh, you guys see the road in front of you? Sort of disappear? Uh Uh-oh. And, uh, you see those, like, like some flashes of light dri- driving past. You're currently, like, in some between space. Oh, we're teleporting. We're getting pulled. Can I, can I, can I do something to stop this? You can try. Oh, no, Jerry, stop trying to fucking teleport. But while this is, while this is happening, uh, Casey is going to say, don't worry. We're going to be there right now, real soon. We got them right where we want them. Uh, I'm not All sure right, how bye. to parse... Molly, pass me the rocket launcher. I'm not sure how to parse a lot <laughs> of what you just said, but I can assure you that we're not in a situation right now to take Michael on head-on, and I'd prefer... Uh, he already turned off the radio, man. Oh, god damn it. Uh, actually, on second thought, I probably don't have the power to do anything right now. This is some magical bullshit. Oh, no, you could try and do something. What would you like to try to do? No, no, he doesn't have the power. Let him believe Jerry, that. Don't, don't do anything. I see you see thinking over there. Well, John, Press you, the you, you've been through a lot. Button. You've been through a lot, and I mean, if Michael's upset that there was nothing there, if if we're just doing this now, you know, we can just say, you know, how, like, you know, this isn't all, like, a big deal or anything. You know, how we just saw the void. Maybe, maybe then. I don't know. Why wasn't anything there, by the way? I don't know. We'll have to find Does out. Oh no, John is depressed. <laughs> well, <laughs> don't matter. All right, so, so I'm just matters. gonna make it so this engagement is on his terms. I'm gonna try and locate us. Like, if we're going to that battlefield right now, then Wherever I want we're to position us to. near our allies and not like where Michael wants us to be. Okay, so. This is going to take a while. It's not a full blown tra- it's not a full blown, t- blown teleportation, but what it is is a pathway. In like the classic Fey sense, right? Okay. Yeah. So I can actually a, do a path here. has been opened that is more direct. Uh, you guys are currently driving forward, and. Uh, what would you like to do before something happens? Because you get the immediate feeling that something's going to happen. Like, the save point's right there, dude. Their health and ammo? Oh, yeah. Like, you, you know that point in, like, any Final Fantasy game where you see, like, a really long hallway and there's just a save point off to the right? Uh-oh. Nope. Yeah, it's one of those. Well, uh, uh, I'm going to give I mean, everyone another scroll of wound patch. Where I think it's just like, next time you heal, you get an extra plus two. Okay. Everyone, just uh, go ahead and take one of those. Do your floating plus one deal. 
Oh, yeah. Who are you going to be giving that floating plus one to? Uh, before I do that, I need to describe what I give it. It's in a little Halloween bucket, and everyone takes one like it's trick-or-treating. That's what I do with my wood Fantastic. And I'm going to give yeah. uh, my little floating plus one to the person most deserving of it. That's not me. Uh, I'm going to give it to Jerry. Wow. Because yeah. of all the stuff he does? So when Jerry's reaching for the score of wood patch, I give him an extra one and a wink. And <laughs> upon receiving this, Jerry's going to look over like at the actual projection of Zep and take notice that Zep has like, kind of grown in size and looks a little bit more menacing and connect yeah. two and two. And he's going to just ask Zep under his breath, Hey, Zep, you ever heard of a cyber demon? And... We're just going to leave that for now. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is Jerry capable so, of making Doom references? Oh, he's a, my, he is a gonzo journalist in New York. He's played Doom. Absolutely. He is Doom. And we are, we're definitely going to be doing something with that. And we are so, about to be doomed. Uh, I yes. mean, you know, cut, cut. Here, but like, yeah, you should probably do that. Also, okay, cut back in. Pocket sand, sha sha sha. Right, so I think, um, maybe someone should throw the arcane dust out into in front of the vehicle just to see what it does. <laughs> That's a bad idea. God, can we not? Just fucking punch a hole in the pathway I... just to see what happens. Yeah, let's just make a let's make a damn magic pothole for your jalopy to fall into. <laughs> Guys, I'm gonna shoot well, out I mean, the tires. It'll that's help. just the stupid. That's just the meme of the guy riding the bike with the with the stick and puts it into the spokes. I mean, wouldn't the the real road come back? Assuming you're on the road, yeah, oh. you don't know where the fuck we are. You could drop us in the middle of a wall, and we'll all get splinched. I wish I got okay. splinched. No, you I'm don't. I'm going to try it and no, influence this to where, like, because, like, I don't nest. we don't know what he's trying to do here. If he's going to show up in front of us or if we're being, like, moved to California right now. We're being moved to California right now. That's oh, absolutely. Okay, that so if we're in the obvious. state, then I want to try and reach out and see if I can, like, feel out for that really powerful crystal. All right, Specky Puffball okay. mode. Drop us in the okay, woods. So, uh, give me an arcana check there. For you, so you're trying to find your, yeah, your, a landing spot. Essentially, what Jerry is going to do is he's going to do a broadcast ping in this little network we're in, and mm -hmm. be like, "Large mana source," and I'm going to try and get that mana source's MAC address. Okay, I'm going to have Specky go puffball mode and basically Can Pat like try to assist as a this? big old antenna. That is a 20 in total. With my roll to help, did not succeed. Uh, what did you roll? A four. Total. No, but with modifiers. Oh. Uh, I assume that would be nature, so eight. Uh, no, it would be arcana. Oh. Seven. Yeah, that didn't help. Uh, I rolled a seven as well. Total? Uh, on the die, so 19 arcana. Hmm. Okay, that that helps. So those kind of cancel out. Uh, <laughs> I stopped Elias from so, burning us. 
You're not going to be able to get the exact location of this thing, but you do know that you can change your final destination, like, at the last minute. It's kind of like, you're going to have to kind of snipe it. Okay. Uh, Jerry's going to... Well, can I use, like, Specky to help me here? Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Y- you can control where you're going to end up, but you can't do it preemptively. You're going to just have to, like, veer off at the last second. Okay. Just don't so dump what, us in the void again. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to borrow some future power here, mm-hmm. and I'm going to slow down the end of this to make mm-hmm. it easier to make that jump. Sure. Makes sense. Just prepare yourself to to get some heightened reaction time and some heightened uh, awareness at the end. Yeah, some bullet time shit. Okay. So, what you're going to see uh, as you're driving forward at incredibly high speed is instantaneously in front of you and just standing there. Uh, you're going to see like a, a an ethereal apparition form of uh jersey devil you know aviator shades leather jacket slicked back hair it like uh emblazoned custom ak he's going to point it at you and then you're going to drive right through him it's going to cancel out like he's just going to disappear and then you're going to see him floating in front of your car just like like slightly hovering with his head cocked towards you. Uh, the exact same thing is then going to happen with Avedon, who is going to whip out his whip out a knife, again, fall through the car, and then go onto the other side. Okay, the so sorrow. One's on your far left, one's on your far right. Then you're going to see Casey in the dead center. He's going to look slightly more solid, but still very clearly not there. He's going to look into the car. Apologies for the intrusion, gentlemen. Oh, you meant oh, I you meant make say one. Michael. Okay, you said Casey. I was really confused. Oh, Case. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Man, oh, my face. I is thought exploded. we just had a podcast where he red. was like, yeah, no, right? no, wrong. <laughs> yeah, I meant to say Michael. I didn't even realize you said Casey. <laughs> my bad. That would that would have been a weird twist. Yeah, he's gonna gonna look at gonna look at you guys. Flex. Look in, look in, look specifically at John. Sorry for the intrusion, there, gentlemen, but I just gotta make sure one thing real quick. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I'm gonna pop out as he's as you're going to. He's going to then fly through the car as well, and then hover in front of the car about like uh, twenty meters in front, in the center between these two. The same thing is then going to happen with, uh, ah, crap. I need to pull up my notes and everything. I like, this should have been way more dramatic, but my face <laughs> is like destroyed right now. And I just cannot remember. After names. the shit I've seen, nothing is going to be that dramatic. Patton's gonna, if this guy gets inside this car, I'm going to pocket sand him real good. Yeah, I'm gonna. I really hope he just so, looks into John's mind. Can we can we cut for for one real second so that I can actually have this not be garbage? Sure. sure. No, no, we can't. Next, you're going to see the same thing with Azrael again. Ethereal with his big old scythe, going to try to cut through the car, 
then take up his place floating. And then finally, you only see Gabriel with her rapier stabbed through the car and then take up the place floating. So you got the five-man lineup as they're all floating in front of the car. Well then, come on. What? We're still what, in this what, like between what do you space, want? right? Uh, roll for initiative. Uh oh. Wait now, hold on now. What about my sick bullet time turn? Uh, that's gonna happen after this. Oh, this is a skills challenge. Okay. This is no. This is a combat. Oh, oh. lord. And also, we're going to end the episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I rolled my initiative. Yeah, well, I'm going to shoot Michael with a crossbow. That'll teach him. Yeah, so to give a little bit more, you know, immediate context, especially so that I remember it, because I'm going to have to, you know, verbalize it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is some sort of test that he's trying to put out to, to figure something out as as part of what he said. So they aren't actually here, but yeah. How come John can't do this shit? He has more relics. (laughs) That's because John's using the power of good. The power of good is always lamer than if you're using it Oh no, John knows why he can't do it now. Oh yeah, actually, let me me give uh, John... This was actually the thing that I wanted to do. Uh, John, Mm -hmm. uh, as you look at him, right? As you look at this lineup, you can see floating behind Michael a white figure similar to the thing that you saw bef- the things that you saw before much more well defined with some wings oh no and just red dots for eyes oh no and a little yep. grin it's the devil uh no john <laughs> no john and it it puts its hand onto uh onto michael's shoulder and you see him his face like his eyes kind of defocus for a bit oh, no. and you see him imperceptibly nod john as you can tell that it was telling him something mm-hmm. fuck john i don't want to say i told you so but I, when when you see his face i told you so uh if you'll recall you remember that video that you saw that was titled guardian angel yeah yeah In character, Patton does. Out of character, Tad kind of forgets. Uh, there was a, the video file that you guys got from loop, rooting around that y- your friend got you. That was of uh, Michael looking up at some sort of uh, figure ah, and getting instruction right, from right, it. Right, right, That was somehow recorded as an actual video file. Yeah. Yeah, I remember now. I remember now. What a fool. What a fool he is. I'm sure if I explain the situation to him, he'll understand perfectly. He'll see what a goof he's been. Yeah, but uh, I can't actually run this right now because I can't <laughs> remember anybody's names. And I called. I, I literally had to stop myself from saying Casey like three times. So what you're saying is the angel is just Casey. Maybe the true angel were the friends we made along the way. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You have to know the right angel to use. That's a sweet bro and Hello Jeff reference. I'm going to hit stop now. While past Tad there may be done, current Tad, who's technically, for the listeners, also past Tad. Anyway, I'm going to do the boilerplate stuff. 
You can find the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Uh, we got a Twitter, we got a Discord, we got a Patreon. It's been a bit since the last episode, but that's because it's been pretty crazy. Lost my job, whole world went into coronavirus, you know the deal. We'll see you with the next episode of Revival, a Dungeon & Dragons real play podcast, sooner rather than later. <laughs>